Hello, we are live with iForm Sports from the NFL Draft. We are sitting here in Gavin's dorm room basement with a super ghetto recording setup, but we need to get everything out there. Yeah, we're starting off. We're recording in the basement of my dorm tonight. We're excited. We're going to have live reactions from live fans when uh, their team picks. It's going to be a fun night, and we're going to update accordingly as teams' picks come in. We already know what one and two are going to be. They're pretty set in stone, but this draft starts at three. Twitter is flying. There's rumors with Rodgers. There are rumors with San Francisco with their third pick now. Everything is out there. It is chaos, as Danny has described it. So this is going to be a very interesting night with lots of guests and lots of fun. We're very excited. Fortunately, in this basement here, we have fans of many different teams. We're fortunate enough to have our good friend Alwyn, a Packers fan, in here. There's a very good chance we'll be hearing from him tonight. We have Bears fans, we have Colts fans, Panthers fans, Browns fans, Vikings fans. You name it, we probably have a fan of them in this basement. We are stacked, we are across the board, everything is going to be crazy, and I love the NFL draft with my entire being. All right. Really quickly, I want to talk about the Aaron Rodgers rumors coming out. Clearly, if you've been on social media at all today, you've seen that Aaron Rodgers is not happy with the current situation in Green Bay, and he wants out. Now, there are rumors starting to form. One very interesting one we've heard relates to the Denver Broncos. Apparently, they will be sending, if this is true, it would be pick nine, two future firsts, Jerry Judy, and Noah Fant for Aaron Rodgers. That would be preposterous, and it would set both teams up to be contenders. Yeah, it would. It would, because Aaron Rodgers ultimately elevates your team to a new level with being your quarterback, and the haul that Green Bay would be getting in return for him is just stupid big. I couldn't. I don't know if I could say no to that, but we're going to have to wait and see whether or not that rumor becomes reality. I hope so, because that would make for an exciting night. We are Twitter Hawks once again, and, you know, this could break down any sort of way. He could be a Raider by the end of the night. He could be a 49er. Who knows? But right now, it looks like Denver is leading the charge, and we will, you know, keep you updated as we go. Hopefully, you'll get to hear from Alwyn at some point to regard the Aaron Rodgers situation. But uh, as soon as the news breaks, We'll have more for you. So, All right. For the sake of not making this episode last too long, we will conclude the intro here, and we will come back at different points during the draft with live reactions. All right. It's been a little bit. I would like to apologize on behalf of iForm Sports and all sports media in general. Apparently, the rumors that I just said about Aaron Rodgers to the Denver Broncos, apparently that is fake. I am a fraud, and I apologize. Gavin, do you have any thoughts? I have nothing more to add besides the fact that we're going to try to be more careful with our news being reported tonight. Uh, as we go throughout the draft, we're not going to report on any rumors as long as we know they're confirmed by a secure source. Like if we hear something from Ian Rappaport or uh, Adam Scheffner, we'll be dropping the news for you. But until then, we're going to withhold all rumor information. So that is all we have. The Jaguars are officially on the clock. It's taken them too long. We're seven. They have seven minutes and 50 seconds left, and they're going to take every second just to select Trevor Lawrence. But we are getting there, and hopefully we'll see that card turned in soon so we can get over to the next pick. It's going to be one hell of a night. Buckle up. Buckle up. Yeah! All right, we have official word. The first three picks are in. They are done. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson went as expected, one and two respectively, and we just had Trey Lance go off the board at number three to the 49ers. It is the first pick in our mock draft that iForm Sports does not have correct, and we are excited to see Trey Lance go off the board before Mac Jones. 
Trey Lance has been a more complete prospect, and we think he's a, probably going to be a better talent than next level than uh, Mac Jones. So we're very excited for Trey Lance in his future. We don't have any fans of the first three picks in our lounge currently, unfortunately, but we will have more soon to come. So stay tuned and be ready for that. Thank you. All right, we are back, iForm Sports. Me and Danny, we have a guest with us, our first fan of the night. Dolphins pick just came across the board, Jalen Waddle. We are slightly surprised, but I'm not low-key because I think Jalen Waddle is a great addition to their receiving core. And uh, Danny, do you have anything to add? Yeah, just before we get into the live interview that we have here, we're just going to go over the previous three picks that have happened since our last meeting. So we have Kyle Pitts at 4 to Atlanta. We predicted that. As well as Jamar Chase at 5 to Cincinnati. Now, as we said, 6 is Jalen Waddle, and we have our good friend Max Jeffries here straight out of Miami to talk about it. Well, Max? Hey, I think they needed a wide receiver, and I'm glad they ended up picking one up. But I was, I was thinking maybe Devontae, but I'm happy with the Jalen Waddle overall. They needed someone. You heard it here first. He's happy with the Jalen Waddle pick. Thank you, Max, for your time, and we will be back soon. Well, thank you. All right, we are back with the conclusion of pick seven and eight. Pick seven was Panay Sewell to the Detroit Lions. Yes, sir. iForm Sports is wrong once again. We don't talk about it. Pick number eight was we J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn to, to the, the Carolina Panthers. And we have our resident Panthers fan here, Mr. Christian. What are your thoughts? Yeah, hopefully the hype is real. Um, I wasn't I wasn't huge on him, I'm not going to lie, but everyone's been riding his cock lately, so hopefully, hopefully he does that shit for us and he goes out there and he gets it done. Personally, I've been on it. I'm a big fan of his, and I really think he is the best corner in this draft. I've been slowly and right. slowly thinking he's better than Sertain, and I'm ready for it. I'm I'm here for drafting the athletic guys over the over the skill guys. I feel like recently that's especially been prominent in the NFL. But I don't know. I was just I don't know. I feel like we could have traded down. I think the eighth pick is interesting. Fields. I've, I'd wanted Fields for so long. And an another interesting aspect of this is that Gavin's team, the Philadelphia Eagles, picking at 12, wanted a corner. Yes, they wanted, they? they wanted a corner, and J.C. Horn was the guy that's been mocked to them for a while now. He is now off the board. Devonta Smith and Sertain are still there, so maybe one of those two guys falls to 12, or we see a trade-up in the next few minutes to 9 to grab their guy in front of Dallas. But it is not looking great for Philadelphia how this draft is shaking out. Uh, so we'll have to see how things turn out. As for my New York Giants, again, I still do not see how this goes badly for us. Rashawn Slater is still on the board. That would be fantastic. Devonta Smith, fantastic. I would love Jalen Phillips. Quiddy Pay, I wouldn't be mad at. I can't even think of a pick that would upset me. Even like Mike Michael Parsons would make me angry. So it's a great day to be a Giants fan. Right. We'll see if that continues. All right. Well, we wanted to say thank you to Christian. I hope uh, J.C. Horn works out just like he hopes. Thank you. Me too. Appreciate you guys. All right. We'll be back after the next big developments. All right. We have big news that's come up. Philadelphia has traded up to 10, and they have selected their receiver of the future, the most successful college football receiver of the past season. Shut up, Bozo. He's undersized. He didn't want him. Heisman Trophy. We didn't want him. Heisman Trophy winner. Devonta Smith, and boy can this dude ball. I am excited. Finally, Howie Roseman has not fucked it up. He used his draft assets to move up to get the receiver we wanted. We didn't think he'd fall to us past the Giants or the Cowboys, so bless up that Howie moved up to get him. I'm very excited with this pick. We got Jalen Hurts, someone to throw the ball to. I need to talk. The New York Giants did not want Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith is small. Devonta Smith is frail. In New York, we respect a few things. We respect good pizza, and we respect mass. And you know who has mass? Rashawn Slater, who is still available at pick number 11. This is our guy. 
If we don't want Rashawn Slater, it could be Jalen Phillips. It could be Quiddy Pay. It could be Micah Parsons. Who cares? We're still going to be better off than the Eagles because the Eagles are stupid. And once Devonta Smith gets a paper cut week two, we'll realize that he's a fraud. That's all I have to say. Danny's not happy that the Eagles moved in I'm front of them. Danny is very unhappy that Philadelphia has moved in front of them to snag their guy. All I got to say is I'm very excited for what they've done. Howie Roseman, I take back what I said about getting you fired. You finally did something good with your life, and I'm very, very happy with what you've done. So we will let you know once the... Oh, I'm sorry. I almost thought I heard some news. Oh, nothing's happened yet, but apparently the Giants might be trading down. We'll be back very soon with more information. Okay, the trade has now happened live. The Bears have moved up into the Giants pick to grab what assumes to be Justin Fields or Mac Jones, one of the two quarterbacks still available. So we're very excited for our Bears fans in the house. We'll have a Bears fan on in just a moment, and we'll have Dan back on in just a moment as well. Thank you very much. The, the New York Giants are the smartest franchise in pro sports, and let me tell you why. We traded down, we moved down nine spots because we didn't have what we liked at number 11, and that's okay. So we fleeced the very stupid Chicago Bears. We took a first-round pick next year from a team that's going to win maybe three games. The New York Giants are set for the future. And we have two Bears fans back here to tell you how they feel about their selection. Virginia must have died because we just took Justin fucking Fields, baby. Bears are back. Best defense of the league, guaranteed. Middle of the road offense, but we're going to the fucking Super Bowl, baby. Let's go! We have so many sweaty men standing over this microphone that it might shorten out. I'm just going to warn you guys. Well, this has been very fortunate. I'm very glad for Bears fans. They got their guy. They moved up. And Justin Fields, the fall stops. And uh, let's see him ball out in Chicago. I'm excited for him. And Dave Gettleman has traded down for the first time ever. Ever. And he fully fleeced the Chicago Bears! Yes! As you can tell, we have a lot of energy in the room tonight, but it's the NFL draft. What else are you supposed to expect? Danny is soaking wet from sweat, but that's the podcast host I know and love. Mike has a concussion. He slammed his head on the wall and out of excitement twice, twice. And, um, you know, here we are, Justin Fields from Ohio State, not going very far, going to Chicago. Uh, Ryan Pace might have finally made a move to save his job, and we'll let you know when we have more draft coverage coming up soon. Dallas is on the clock right now. Let's see who they take. Danny has a statement he'd like to make public. Danny, take it away. I've been around a lot of Bears fans over the past couple hours or so. I'm a New York Giants fan. Just made a big trade. My response, good for the Bears. They finally have someone to throw a football. But to me, the deals of the trade, just the way it went down, the Chicago Bears are like what you would find on the inside of a North Face jacket. Plain and simple, they got fleeced, all right? The New York Giants, they got a first out of them next year. The Chicago Bears are not a playoff team next year. They're a bad football team. Plain and simple, they don't have a lot of pieces, and I don't think Justin Fields is ready to fix that right away. So I could very well see that being a top-five pick in next year's NFL draft that the New York Giants just acquired. Thank you, Danny. Uh, I don't. I, I don't necessarily agree with him that the... Giants fleeced the Bears. Um, I believe that, you know, it's a good move for both teams. The Bears get to move up and grab a quarterback for the future. That's going to greatly improve their team. The Giants are acquiring draft capital, which is always an important thing in the NFL. 
So now they've got some flexibility to, you know, flip that for another asset or, you know, draft more guys in the future. Danny's right, it could be a top five pick. And if it ends up being a top five pick at the end, end of the day, that's a good move for them. They get more players in the future. But right now it's too early to see how it turns out, but I'm excited for both teams and both franchises with these moves. So uh, in the meantime, we have missed uh, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons went 12 to the Dallas Cowboys, and the pick is in for the Los Angeles Chargers. So that will be coming out momentarily. Um, but stay tuned for more draft updates. All right, we have another draft update. We just watched Mac Jones get selected 15th overall by the New England Patriots. But before we get into that pick, we had Rashawn Slater go at 13, just like I expected, to the Los Angeles Chargers. And we had the Jets move up with the Minnesota Vikings and select Elijah Vera Tucker. So we have some big interior offensive linemen prospects and linemen prospects off the board, as well as the fifth quarterback of the first round. Danny, some input, please? Yeah, of course. First of all, the number 13 pick of Rashawn Slater was ob the obvious one at the time. I think it was very smart. We had them taking Darisaw, I believe, right at 13? Yeah. So, best case scenario for the Chargers, they ended up getting an even better tackle than the one we expected them to get, so that's very good. The 14th pick, which was the Vera Tucker pick, the yes. Jets trading up, that was huge. I think that's very, very smart for the Jets. I got scared for a moment because I thought they were going to take an edge rusher. I was considering them taking Jalen Phillips there, who was the guy that I think, as of now, I want the most at 20. Yeah. the New York Giants. So if I would have lost him to the Jets, that would have been extremely upsetting for me. And then the 15th pick of Mac Jones, just a match made in heaven. So many people wrote him off, us included, as going number three. No one really considered the alternative possibilities. And I think for the sake of his career, this might be the best one, if not San Fran. I agree. I think that the situation he's been set up in in New England is, prob is very promising. He's got a very bright future ahead of him. Uh, underneath Bill Belichick, he's got some time to develop, learn underneath Cam Newton for a season, and then eventually when the, pan uh, the Patriots decide to move on from Cam, Mac Jones will be sitting in the window ready to go. So he's got some time to develop and some t time to refine his craft before, you know, taking over an NFL job, which I think is the best situation any quarterback can be put into these days. So that is all we have for now, and we will update you when we have some more draft news. All right, we are back. We've gone a couple of picks. Currently on the clock is Danny's New York Football Giants. And Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa is still on the board, and I want him desperately. Desperately. I'm craving JOK on my team. JOK to NYG. Start it now. But before we get into JOK to NYG, we're going to talk about the picks that have happened since then. At 16, the Arizona Cardinals took Zaven Collins, a solid linebacker prospect. We had him going later in our mock draft, but I'm not mad that he went here. Really talented guy. I think he's got some serious skill that translates to the next level, and Arizona's going to have a lot of fun with him and Isaiah Simmons for the future. I think that's a really good matchup because one thing they've lacked on their defense was a true field general type of guy. Someone I agree. who can command the defense from the middle. He is massive. You can even line him up. I believe he was lined up on the D-line a couple of times at Tulsa, too. They put him over the center. Yeah, they did. That's crazy because he's like 6'4", 270, so that just shows you his versatility. Yeah, he's ver he can pass rush. He can run stop. He's got a lot of talent all over the board. So Arizona picked up a versatile defensive player, so I'm, I'm very excited for them. Yeah, following that pick, the Raiders did the thing that they usually do where they just take whoever's at the top of their board with zero consideration for where the rest of the NFL has them going. So to me, this isn't necessarily a terrible thing for them. They did take Alex Leatherwood here, who was a mid-to-late second-round prospect on most boards. 
the only issue that Raiders fans have is that they can trade back for this guy to maximize value, but that's something Agreed. that they don't usually do. Yes, the Raiders have always reached and they always choose the best prospect available, whether their school is Alabama or Clemson. And this time they, <laughs> went, and this time they went with Alabama left tackle Alex Leatherwood. He's a little bit undersized, and I see some problems with him translating at the next level. He might have to move inside, but you know, taking him at 17 is you know a reach. There was a 60% chance he'd be available for them in the second round at 46, and they decided to take him here. So I'm not sure if it was the smartest move when there were other guys available on the board, but you know, here we are. Uh, 18th pick, we had Miami take our personal favorite edge rusher, Jalen Phillips. Really liked him, spent a lot of time studying him. 2.3 point stance, you name it, he does it. Fluid hips, he's really good at making himself skinny. I'm really, really, really happy that he gets to stay in, his, in Miami. I would have very much so liked him on the Giants, but unfortunately that's not the reality of it, so we move forward. 19, the Washington football team decided to scare the absolute hell out of me. They took a linebacker whose name started with J. They took Jamin Davis, who I personally love out of Kentucky. I think he's very good, but he's not Jeremiah Uusu-Koromoa, who very, very hopefully we'll see him on the New York Giants soon. You'll hear my reaction in 3 minutes and 30 seconds, and I am freaking out. Yes, Danny is sweating more than I've ever well, seen him sweat. I'm going to go sit down. He's going to go sit down. He needs to get some water in him. He needs a breather. But the Giants, you know, they traded back, hopefully, to get their guy. It might have been Jalen Phillips, and he's not available anymore. But now they've got the ability to take, you know, a really, really good linebacker. Danny and my personal linebacker won in this draft. We really like his ability at the next level. He flies all over the field. He's a ball hawk. He hits with power. So JOK to NYG is a possibility, and we're just going to have to wait and see. We'll get you back in just a moment with Danny's pick. I'd like to start this part off by saying JOK is not going to NYG. However, Danny is not overly pissed with the guy that they did end up taking. Danny, take it away. We took Kadarius Tony, wide receiver out of Florida. This is a guy who I don't particularly love, but don't particularly hate. Very high ceiling, so I am somewhat happy with it, and I do like how he could potentially fit in the Giants in the future. Because we just got our big body receiver in Kenny Galladay. Now we got a bit of a smaller, quicker guy who fits it well. A lot of for a lot of time, I was thinking Jalen Waddle would be that guy, but I would much rather have Kadarius Tony and the assets we got in the trade than have Jalen Waddle. So all in all, I am happy with this. I'm with it. I'm a Kadarius Tony fan. Great things happening this year. Let's go Giants. So there have been some comparisons of Kadarius Tony to Jalen Rager in the past. There are very similar play styles. Kadarius Tony's better. That is currently his floor, I think. But I also think that's unfair to Jalen Rager because Jalen hasn't had a lot of time in the league yet. So we're exci I'm excited to see what Kadarius Tony turns out to be. I want to see if he ends up being like that. He could be. He has a very high ceiling as a very quick, agile, versatile offensive weapon for, you know, the New York football giants. I'm not overly happy that I have to play him twice a year, but at the same time, you're always happy when a kid gets drafted to the NFL with talent like Kadarius Tony. So we're going to see how it turns out, and we'll let you know when we have more picks coming in. All right, the pick has just come through for the Indianapolis Colts. They have selected Kowiti Pay, which is a defensive end from Indi uh, from Michigan, excuse me. Um, and now we have a guest appearance as well from diehard Colts fan, even though he's wearing a Ravens jersey, yeah, Jonah. Ravens too. Jonah Johnson, he's a fraud Colts fan wearing a Lamar Jackson jersey. So tell us how you feel about that pick, Jonah. Uh, Quiddy Pay, that's a great pick. We need an edge rusher, one of the best edge rushers in the draft right here from Michigan, kind of close to the home. So we just love that pick. We drive for at draft for need. 
and we love Quiddy Pay, and draft we just need players, edge rusher. I agree. Personally, I'm in the draft players, not position camps. However, your team is sort of in a win-now mode, so I do see how this is a pick of need, and it would be smart. However, my thought process is, with Darisaw still on the board to this point, that to me seemed like an obvious pick. It, it could have been Darisol, it could have been Tevin Jenkins, but they decided to go with pass rusher, improve their defense, which is already very good, and now is going to be great and elite. So they've taken the best aspect of their team and already improved it, which is, you know, scary, scary for winning games. All right, so thank you for coming on, Jonah. We really appreciate your input, and good luck next season. Yeah, <laughs> Ho hopefully they make the playoffs so the Eagles get their first-round pick. Oh, you'll get the first-rounder. You'll oh. get the first-round. Carson Wentz put MVP numbers up. Jonah is speaking bold terms here. I don't know. I really like hope that. the mic didn't pick up what he just said oh, because it, that was foul. It definitely did. I can see I can see the sound bars picking it up. Jeez. So I can tell you for a fact, Jonah's call for MVP mode Carson Wentz is there, but I don't believe it so, so before we leave at this point there are some more interesting developments that i want to talk about just players who i thought would have gone by now who have slipped i already mentioned darisol obviously the third best tackle in this draft in many people's opinion we had him at like we had 13? him at 13 we had him as an early teens pick and just for some reason he slid down christian barmore a guy who a lot of people expected to slide down the interior d lineman from alabama due to potential uncoachable concerns and things that have been said he is yet to be picked so that is a little bit surprising and mainly to me jeremiah uusu koromoa still many people had him going at this point however i guess just personally i was so high on him to the point where like I expected him to be off the board right now. And I see there were many teams who could have done it. Yeah, there are a bunch because of teams that have a linebacker need. Hopefully somebody yeah, what, decides to trade back Three linebackers have been picked. Three linebackers have been, are off the board currently. That's crazy to me. Micah so. Parsons, Zayvon Collins, and Jamin Davis are all off the board. And none of them, none of no, none of the teams that selected them decided to yeah. take JOK. So who knows, maybe a team trades back in for JOK at this point. Maybe one of these later round teams improves their linebacker core. Who knows, there's a lot of uncertainty with the draft. Anything is possible. So we'll have to wait and see and find out what happens. But yeah. draft season is crazy. The draft is always crazy and I love I love the excitement that we're having in this room tonight I do as well and once again before we go we currently have the Titans on the board so I would like to speculate on this one a little bit while we're over here I agree to me this is gonna be this could be the Owusu Kormao pick because the defense is very weak and they need help in a lot of places. Very weak However, defense. they could go with a pass catcher, which is very likely. We see Rashad Bateman on the TV right now because the only guy Ryan Tannehill has to throw to is A.J. Brown. Yes. They lost Jonu Smith. They lost Corey Davis. They have no one. They've got no real weapons for him. Elijah Moore is also available. Rondell Moore is available. It might be a reach for Rondell, but at the same time, Purdue product, so we'd like to see him go in the first round today. But I, I could I could understand either Elijah Moore or Rashad Bateman or doing anything on the defensive even, side of the ball to yeah, improve it. A corner, this could be a Caleb Farley or Greg Newsom spot. I could definitely see that happening since they lost to Dory Jackson. But I guess we'll wait and see. We'll have to wait and find out. And once we know, we will update you guys with developments. Before we get into our next guest appearance, we want to go over quickly the 22nd overall pick that just happened, Caleb Farley. Uh, to the Tennessee Titans, good number two corner. He was thought of highly throughout the draft process until his back news. But beyond that, the Minnesota Vikings have just selected Christian Darisol with the 23rd pick after trading back with the Jets. And here we have Alec. 
uh, to give his input on that. Alec is a Vikings fan. He's wearing his Dalvin Cook uniform. He's bald out. He's strippy as hell. So, Alec, what do you think about Christian Derrissaw? I'm happy about Christian Derrissaw, you know. I was hoping with the uh, 14th pick we'd get Rashawn Slater, but, you know, we traded back, you know, made some moves. I'm happy with it. Derrissaw was a steal, I think, for the 23rd pick. Yeah, he fell. He fell really far, so the fall stops for Derrissaw, and you get a really, really, really good tackle. I'm happy for it. More blocking for Dalvin, baby. More blocking for Dalvin. Feed him. Eat him. Chef Cook. Chef Cook. Blocking time for... Yeah, eat, eat everything, bro. Dalvin Cook can eat whatever he wants on eat the offense. W and Jameis Winston. Ah, here we go, but that's also more time for Kirk Cousins to throw to Justin Jefferson. It's all sorts of stuff for the oh, – he's doing the gritty. Uh, it's everything for Minnesota tonight. Looking up. School Vikes. School Vikes, baby. School. 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 And that'll conclude this portion. All right. We'll let you know once we have more picks coming in. All right. The 24th overall pick just came in. The Steelers have selected running back Najee Harris. And we have diehard Steelers fan DJ here with us. DJ, tell me which, how you feel about Najee. What a great pick. I could not be any happier than I am right now. Greatest pick of the draft, in my opinion. Um... We're going to come back. We're going to come out hard with the, one of the best running games. Mark my words. He's going to be that elusive. Yeah, you heard it here first. Great pick. Could not be happier with Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert. Man, sometimes I just wish I was a Steelers fan because let me tell you, ignorance truly is bliss. You can see how happy he is. You can hear it in his voice. But, man, once the season starts, I doubt he'll be smiling this much. But, hey, it's a great day to be Donald Kahn. It is a great day to be a Steelers fan. Great day to be a part of Steeler Nation, baby. And then there, there you have it. Najee Harris going at 24 to the Steelers. And DJ and I assume many Pittsburgh fans are happy to watch, you know, Najee Harris make hurdles like I just saw on the highlight board on TV. So they've got plenty of that coming in the future. And we will update you with more picks coming in. All right, so we've had a couple more picks come through in the draft, and uh, we would like to announce them very quickly so that we can make sure we don't miss the Saints pick come in. So at the 25th pick, we had Travis Etienne go to the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I think just proves the pool that Trevor Lawrence already has in the front office. He said that he wanted his college running back, and they went out and got him, even though that they have a really solid guy in uh, Washington. Oh, Gosh, James Robinson, excuse me. And they me. signed Carlos Hyde this offseason Yeah, as well. and they signed Carlos Hyde. Ha already had James uh, James Robinson, who was a really good running back last season. And, you know, they decided to go grab Travis Etienne, which I just think proves that Trevor Lawrence has way more say than in the front office for being picked in this draft than I've ever seen before. Uh, after that, we had the 26th pick, which was the Browns, which we were expecting to be Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, who is still falling at this point. Uh, they took Greg N Greg Newsom. Newsom II yeah, from yeah. Northwestern. Greg yeah, Newsom the second from Northwestern. Corner, uh, solid prospect. He's day one ready to come out there, and he's going to ball out for the Browns, staying relatively local. And then we just had the 27th pick go off the board. Danny, would you like to announce that yeah, one? of course. That was our guy, Rashad Bateman. He went number 27 to the Ravens. I was expecting to see a different wide receiver and Terrence Marshall go there. But, hey, Bateman's a great receiver, and we've spoken very, very highly of him in the past. Yes. So Lamar Jackson finally gets that little bit of help that he's been needing. Yeah, he desperately needed a really good weapon, and, you know, he got a really good prospect in Rashad Bateman. Like we said in earlier mock drafts, we did not see a lot of holes in his game. And that's still true up to this point, even while he's being drafted. So 
he's a very solid receiver prospect. I think he fell a little bit on boards more than I expected, and I'm not sure why. But, you know, he got picked up to 27th to a team that desperately needed a receiver. So I'm very happy for them. And we will have the Saints pick in in a moment, and we will be back shortly. So the Saints pick has just come in, and they selected defensive end Peyton Turner out of Houston. And we also have a Saints, fear, Saints fan here with us, Marcus. Tell us what you think about Peyton Turner. Uh, I personally never heard of him before, but I, from his highlights, I can tell he's very uh, gifted. And I'm actually very happy with the pick, especially since we got rid of Trey Hendrickson before. So I'm happy. It's a good pick. You heard it here first. Marcus is happy. Life is always good when Marcus is happy, and we'll, we will catch you guys after this next pick because we have a Packers fan on standby as well. Get ready. All right, we just had the Packers pick come in, and they selected corner Eric Stokes, the speedster from Georgia, and we have our Packers fan in the building. Alwyn, he is my QB1 when it comes to football out on the field, and today he is an unhappy Packers fan. Alwyn, tell me about it. Hey guys, so uh, we got ran over two years in a row, but I guess it didn't really matter. Um, also, like, who is this corner? Uh, by the like, there uh, Eric Stokes from Georgia. There were five that we were looking at, and only two or three of them were gone that we were looking at. Uh, you know, Ansante Samuel Jr. isn't a Packers guy. He's pretty short, and Packers like they're rangy guys. But we did get Jair Alexander that one year, and he is pretty short. So I don't know what the fuck is going on, because Barnmore was right there, and so was JLK, and we're getting run over. And you could have gotten a receiver too. That's true. That's you could have gotten a receiver you to give Aaron some help, but you could have done whatever. You could have done the one thing that would have made Aaron Rodgers happy, and giving him something to throw the ball to, yeah. which you guys still never do. But uh, well, I'm I'm predicting a, a O lineman uh, round two, maybe a trade up for uh, definitely not a wide receiver, but a linebacker that's also not going to play. So that that'll be a fun uh, day two tomorrow. Uh, I will not be there for that because. Mentally unstable at this point. It's a rough day to be a Packers fan. Yeah, uh, very unfortunately, they did not get a weapon like Terrence Marshall, who is still on the board. Jeremiah Wusukumura, who is still on the board. They didn't pick him either. Barmore, no interior defensive line help. There were a lot of options, but they went with Eric Stokes, who put up one of the fastest 40 times for corners this year. He's a really, really quick guy, really rangy corner. You know, he's not that big, but he's very, very fast. So hopefully he's the Kevin King replacement. One, no. more, one more thing that I would like to comment on about why life is so rough as a Packers fan for Allen right now is, surprisingly, outside of the Packers, the rest of the NFC North kind of nailed this first round. The Bears actually got a quarterback. They got Justin Fields. The Lions got the best O-lineman in the draft in Panay Sewell. And the Vikings traded down, acquired more assets, yet still got the guy they wanted in Elijah Vera Tucker. No, they got uh, Christian Oh, yeah, they, 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 they took Darisol. They took Darisol. So Who, they, they arguably got... even better. So it is unfortunate that the Packers took Eric Stokes, and uh, we wish the best for Alwyn um, and Packers fans in the future. We don't know what Aaron Rodgers' future holds, but we'll find out very, very soon. So we'll let you know when we've got more picks coming in. All right, we have our th final three picks from the draft have come in at the 30th pick. We had the Bills selecting Gregory Rousseau, which I think is very interesting. I really like Gregory Rousseau's potential. He could be a very, very, very great defensive end at the next level. Athletic specimen. He's very raw currently. He does not have to start this year, which is kind of good for him. He can come in situationally, learn technique, learn skills from talented Bills linemen already, and then he could take over the mantle in a year or two. 
which I think any time a player gets to sit and then learn from a predecessor, I think it's always influential for their career. So I think that Gregory Rousseau to the Bills makes a lot of sense. Then at 31, we had the oh, Jason Oa pick, which was Baltimore. Baltimore took Jason Oa. Now, we're not very high on Oa, although he did run 4-3 speed at 6-5, which is preposterous as it is. Preposterous. It's crazy to run that fast and be that size. So he is an athletic freak in every sense of the word. Uh, Penn State product. So very glad for him at the next level. That's two Penn State defensive men in the first round, which is not something I think I we, either of us expected. And then with the final pick, we had Joe Tryon, a linebacker from Washington. Another edge rusher, yeah. Yeah, he's another edge rusher. Um, and he went to the ch- Super Bowl champ, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So... Yeah, just a little wrap-up of those three picks. This is something that I know Gavin and I have discussed. I'm not sure if we've done it on the podcast. But something we see a lot is that winning teams that are in win-now mode, a lot of the time when they have very complete rosters, they'll like to go with an edge rusher for their first-round pick. Especially in a class like this, which was loaded with edge-rushing talent from, like, first to second round. We didn't really have the big marquee guy, although Jalen Phillips, I think, could potentially be that. He could be. But, yeah, so there's a lot of guys that just get to step in rotationally as rookies. So I'm not going to expect anything crazy from the guys like Tryon, Turner, Rousseau, and Owe in their rookie year. But they could become big rotational pieces for competing teams very soon. They're stepping into good situations, all of them. And, you know, today was a really great draft haul for some teams. I think the Jets were a really big winner today. They got a franchise quarterback and an interior offensive lineman that's very talented. And they have the second pick tomorrow, which means I think personally the 33rd pick, I feel like it has to be Tevin Jenkins to the Jaguars. I agree. Like, I think they have to protect they Trevor have, Lawrence. They have to protect Trevor and create holes for ETN. Yeah. And I think right after that, it's best player available, a guy that fell pa- way further than he should have. And Jeremiah Wusu koromoa goes off the board to the Jets. There's a lot of talent that's going to be at the top of this next round of guys that have fallen. And none of our guys have been selected yet. So that's true. Quinn Miners could go relatively soon. Andre Sisco. We might see Davis Mills go tomorrow. Who knows? A lot of things could happen tomorrow. A lot of things. Different situations, different possibilities. Who knows? Maybe Spencer Brown gets drafted by a team late in the second round I or sure early in so. the third round. That would be really awesome. We'd love to see that. And more importantly, Gavin and I are both going to leave this lounge tonight pretty content. We both are very happy with what our team... I am. I have already looked for a Devonta Smith jersey. I'm trying to find it everywhere I can. And, you know, anything could happen. Hopefully the Eagles might trade up tomorrow to get a linebacker. Maybe JOK falls to them. That would be a dream scenario for me. But, you know... Right now, at the end of the day, I'm happy where I am with the guy that I got. We could get Jabril Cox from LSU. I think that's likely. We could, but I feel like he's more of a round three kind of guy. I don't don't think we should reach and grab him in round two. Howie does not value the linebacker position, so if he... You know, did for a change. That would be something that really excites me. Howie's been a real safety guy on defense. He has. So that could be an Andre, Andre Cisco. Cisco spot. It could be an Andre and Cisco. Trayvon Morrig. He has not gone in the yet. First Javon round. Holland has not gone yet. No safeties in round one, which is a bit surprising. Yeah. And no interior D lineman either. Yep. Barmore did not go. I'm not as surprised by that because our friend Levi from Washington, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. I always thought he was more of a day two guy, but he does have a high ceiling. He so. does. So I expect him and Barmore both to go tomorrow without a doubt. There's a lot of guys that can go off the board rather quickly tomorrow. Hopefully there's a lot of – it's going to be entertaining. The draft is always entertaining, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm always excited. We're in the middle of the draft now. I can't stop thinking about it. So 
anything is possible and is a good day to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. We got a number one receiver for once in our life. Devonta Smith, super talented. Giants got Kadarius Tony and yes, moved back, picked up an extra first round pick. Anytime you get an opportunity to pick up a first round pick and still get an electric player, I think that's a win for a team. So Danny's right. We're both walking out of here happy as fans of the Eagles and the Giants, which is not something I anticipated. No, it is not. So that will do it for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed our very unique live style for this one. I don't think we'll do this anytime soon no, again. No, I think this is a one-time draft special type of event. Hey, it was a good time, and we really enjoyed it. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll definitely have more episodes coming out in the very near future. Stay tuned. Have a good night.